Hi, I'm Ron. Hey, he's Ron and I'm Don. And this is the Ron and Don Show. Thanks for joining us today. That's Warren. That's who we are. Okay. That's where we are. Today we're going to have a little bit of fun. We're going to talk about what we've loosely categorized as the wonder years. Let's start with Barcelona, Spain. I was once asked to take a project. Wait, wait, we're going to go international right off the bat? Why not? Go big, dust. go big, go big, go big and then go home. Barcelona, Spain. I was once asked by a chain restaurant brand to go to their Barcelona location and do a renovation to their front of the house area. Well, thinking through the process, I decided to reach out to some others in the, in the international market and ask for some references for uh, smaller contractors and trades that I needed to perform the services. Ultimately, I ended up hiring some folks out of Venice, Italy to come over to Barcelona. And by the way, for the geographically challenged as I was before I ran this project, uh, at least in that market, um, the, the distance between Barcelona, Spain and Venice, Italy is about the difference between going from Miami to Atlanta. It's really not that far and we think nothing of it here in the U.S. between moving uh, trades between states or across state lines to do work. So I thought it would be very appropriate to do so uh, at the Barcelona project. Unfortunately, what I didn't know is there was a cultural clash by having Italians come in and work in a Spanish restaurant. And uh, it created some real challenges and led to some uh, some uh, bruised egos, perhaps, is the best, nicest way of saying it. So I learned that working in international markets, it's important, very important, to uh, make sure you understand the dynamics of the culture before you go charging in there and uh, doing things the way you might be inclined to do in the U.S. Now, you oftentimes talk very, very sedate. Did you learn any sign language with your hands or anything while you're doing all that? Oh, I'm not going into that. We're not, we're not okay. going to do that. Okay. Well, I have had some experiences where I had to put in some new equipment in a restaurant between walls. And I, this is early when I, this is all custom made equipment. It was early in the days when I was trying to build this stuff. And I measured it several times, all corners, all the way around, everything I had, everything laid out perfectly. Sent it off to the manufacturer and I left myself a quarter inch slop just to be able to get this stuff in there. and it, my contractors measured it, everybody measured it. We all knew exactly what was going to happen. We had the drains figured out in the floor so we didn't have a leg over it. We had the electrical walls positioned, plumbing. Everything was right. So we pulled out the existing counter and found out that there was a one and a half inch bow in the, one of the end walls that was hidden. Well, nothing was going to fit that way. We had to end up by uh, putting in the two end pieces, go out and get a screw jack, Lay it on the floor with some two by fours between the legs uh, and then another set of two by fours down to the next set of legs so we didn't break the legs off and jack the two cabinets apart to squeeze that wall back together, set the new cabinet in the middle and let the jack go. The amazing part about it, that was the tightest fit seams I've ever had and never had to do any welding on that one. But all the measuring in the world doesn't always solve it be interesting to see if the next generation of facilities managers when that has to be changed again will encounter the same problem. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be there to try and take that out. It oh. sounds like a tight squeeze. Uh, they'll probably have to cut it up to get it out. Well, I've got another story for you. I was once asked to look at a laundry list of things at a restaurant uh, one time and one of the items was a uh, cracked tile in the ladies room and I went in there uh, before business hours and 
and made my notes and took my photos and the more I studied that broken tile, the more I realized it was broken because there was a circular hole right in the center of it. And uh, I began to look a little deeper and noticed that not only was the tile broken, but the wall behind it had that same circular pattern, as did, I then discovered, the outside wall. Ultimately, I realized that that was a bullet hole inside the ladies' room wall. And uh, I brought that to the attention of the general manager and probably should have been a little more discreet in the way I did so because ultimately, it caused a little bit of panic amongst the crew when, when the conversation was being had about a what ultimately turned out to be a drive-by shooting. So, When that happened, what was, I mean, was that a men's room or a women's room? It was a ladies' room. Well, I hope there was, where was it in the ladies' room? Uh, it was on a lower wainscoting wall, tile wall. Around the, the, the toilets or commodes? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think it was in the uh, common area. I bet if somebody was in there, that was a little bit exciting. Uh, yeah, yeah. I can't imagine the, uh, the backstory on that one. Well, a number of years ago, I had a restaurant that we were going to do an expansion. And the contractor rolled up in their uh, brand new truck and fifth wheel. And everything in that fifth wheel trailer was brand new. And he was all ready to get started. You know what? He went in to have lunch. And he came out, and unfortunately, all that was stolen. He got wow. in the habit of locking then from then on all the, the fifth wheel and the truck and everything to the local trees. Had a similar thing happened in another restaurant. We got a brand new dish machine delivered to be installed, and the installing contractor chose not to do it that first night, and operations didn't really uh, understand that we needed to bring that dish machine in overnight, so they didn't bring it in overnight. And then it was set out the next day, and sometime around three to four o'clock in the afternoon, that brand new Hobart C44A dish machine got picked up and was somebody else's property. That was not fun because that old machine was not making it anymore. <laughs> so sometimes you gotta lock it or lose it. Talking about Hobart C44 machines, I recall a time when we were asked to go into a restaurant and uh, renovate the dish ring area and install a new dish machine. And uh, when the old machine came out uh, and, and was put behind the building into the area where the scrap materials were going, uh, the facility manager directed that we should have that machine scrapped. It should go to the scrapyard. So we sent it to the scrapyard and then about uh, six hours later got a call from the finance team who said, where's that machine? We said, it's gone. And it turned out that machine was a leased machine. So my, my, my motto on that is never scrap what is not yours. <laughs> Sometimes when you're doing work, particularly uh, plumbing work at night, you can sit, get with the plumber, gonna put in new sewer lines because the old lines are all eaten up and chewed through by all the acids and chemicals we put in the lines. But unfortunately, we make our list of materials that we're going to need, but we may forget a few details and the devil is there in those details. I had uh, one situation where the plumber showed up that night and his wheelbarrows, both tires were virtually flat. Have you ever pushed a wheelbarrow full of gravel with almost flat tires? A, it is very difficult to push them. And one of the handles was half broken off. We struggled that whole night moving materials uh, in and out of the restaurant with those wheelbarrows. 
So making sure the tools are taken care of are part of your de devils in the detail you need to uh, formulate with your contractors before they show up. I'm going to call my next one plans and specifications. <laughs> we, uh, we one time made the uh, mistake of using a set of uh, blueprints and the specifications to do a takeoff on a front of the house retile that we were doing in a, uh, in a restaurant, in, uh, in fact, in Waikiki. And uh, ultimately what we discovered to our own uh, demise was the fact that the plans had nothing to do with reality uh, with regard to the booths and the amount of square footage of uh, floor tile that we needed to do the project. And I mentioned Waikiki because it's important to note that uh, uh, you don't just run down to the local tile supplier in Waikiki and order another 300 square feet of tile. All of that has to be shipped in. And in this case, it had to be shipped in all the way from Spain. So ultimately, we learned that you can never do and trust a takeoff off a set of blueprints. You need to get out on site and inspect what you're looking at. Well, in that same vein, tiles often are taken out of production. <laughs> yes. How many times have we had relatively new restaurants where we need to replace some broken tiles two years later and you couldn't get them. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, making sure that your design people know when they're specifying something, whether or not that's gonna be in production for a while yet, or if that is a, a phased out model over the next couple of years and maybe even bringing in a stock of a couple of cases just so you have them. Uh, I had a rather bad situation with uh, some installation of custom equipment again on a holiday weekend and we were actually going to close that particular restaurant for that and I hate to close a restaurant for anything but they were going to lose money because this particular restaurant lost money on on the uh, 4th of July weekend that everybody was up at the lake or barbecuing in their backyard and all that kind of stuff so the staff loved having the weekend off and we were going to work around the clock we got ready to go into the restaurant because everything was delivered on the morning of the 4th of July and no one had left us the keys or the codes. <laughs> this was uh, in the Chicago area and I contacted the executive chef and he was on the tee in a golf course in Michigan. We're all there, we got all the materials there, we got all the contractors there and we got no way to get into the space. Uh, fortunately another manager was able to be rousted out of bed and uh, get down there in about an hour and a half we were able to get in but again uh, the details making sure you got everything covered because that executive chef says okay i got three days off i'm gonna go have some fun over with my family in michigan that was not going to be a quick return keys and codes keys and codes there i'm ron and i'm don thanks for joining us today Please subscribe.